0: battle line podcast every week we have new people checking us out and new listeners so for the new listeners my name is ian scotto
1: i am chris Peranto. chris tonto Peranto. who sounds very tired today Not yeah, gonna lie. I, i'm not getting a lot of sleep the last few days because i'm an old man and got old man pains creeping up on me
0: <laughs> yeah it, it happens man uh for, you know for the new listeners checking us out as, as i usually say uh, we interview a lot of great guys from the special operations military community and people outside of that community, um, and also guys who are more conventional military but have done extraordinary things, like Chris Whittemore, who is a Marine Scout sniper, just put out Tower to Triumph, and really excited to have him on. But in terms of you not getting sleep, man, you need yeah. Ned. Ned always gives me a great night's sleep. I don't know what's going on.
1: With you. <laughs> yeah, I I have it. Ned, I've been using that. Yeah, I, I do the CBD oil. It's, it's tremendous um, as far as just taking it daily just to get my head right. Um, and it also has helped a lot with the inflammation and in my ulcerative colitis. The infl- inflammation, for all you squeamish out there, it's inflammation in your lower intestines and colon that you just can't get rid of. That's ulcerative colitis. So you kind of look like a road rash on the inside. And last checkup I had, which was just a few weeks ago, it was completely gone. And I attribute that a lot of that to the CBD oil. So there was some other, uh, some, some, uh, some, some other effects, positive effects that I've had because of taking the CBD on not just the mental, you know, getting mentally online, but also fixing my stomach and then the body butter, because my back's out really bad right now. I've been putting the body butter on because it's inflammation, and that's where the, why your back goes out. It's inflammation in your little discs and inflammation in your joints, uh, in your uh, in the muscles that 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 hold everything together around your spine and. And I've been putting it on there and it, it helps. It, it really does. I mean, I was honestly thinking about canceling the podcast, bro, because I think I could sit here. And um, well, obviously I am sitting here. I'm a little bit uncomfortable, but my back's out really bad. But Ned has been tremendous. It's helped, it's helped to it's helped to just heal things up. It, it's been fantastic. It's a life changer, just a complete life changer for me.
0: Well, I'm glad glad you're here. We're gonna get through this. We'll be okay. I, I know for we'll me that has really <laughs> helped for for sleep, actually. So it's just It's interesting to hear because I never have nights where I can't sleep now. But uh, May is Mental Health Month, and we actually talk quite a lot about mental health in this podcast. It's something that I think separates us from a lot of the vet bro podcasts out there. We don't don't just have war stories and stuff like that. We do talk about mental health because it's important, especially, I think we'll get into it with Chris, guys getting back. Sometimes their biggest struggles, as he says in his book, are coming back home. So I think it's important to talk about that stuff. And uh, as we usually say, there's not like a fix-all when it comes to mental health. But NED is something that is going to be a tool in your arsenal that could help you with your struggle with mental health. So in the spirit of Mental Health Month, I want to tell you guys about my favorite product for relieving stress and anxiety. And that's NED's Distress Blend. This is a USDA-certified organic formula that puts the spotlight on two powerful cannabinoids. CBG, known as the mother of all cannabinoids because of how effective it is at combating anxiety and stress by inhibiting the reuptake of GABA, the neurotransmitter responsible for stress regulation, and of course, our tried and true CBD extracted from the world's purest full-spectrum hemp in the foothills of Colorado Rockies. So invest in yourself and fortify your stress response this month and get 15% off Ned's distress blend with the code Battleline. So go to helloned.com/battleline or enter Battleline at checkout, and you're gonna get 15% off that distress blend. Once again, h e l l o n e d dot com slash battleline to get 15% off. Link is right there in the description. Pick it up, guys! Thank you, Ned, for sponsoring the show and offering our listeners a natural remedy for some of life's most common health issues. Also, of course, we always talk about bubs the best collagen protein out there. Also, of course, there are other great products. But the thing yeah. that I always say with the collagen protein, I do see some of the their responses on the ads that you've put up with them. And some people have been... I don't know, critical. And they're like, well, you could do everything with just good diet and exercise, but you're not getting collagen in your diet. So it's really, it's, it's supplemental. It's a supplement. It's a, it's supplemental to your diet and getting that collagen is, is a game changer as we always say.
1: Well, it's, it's, it does have, and just for me personally, anti-aging, you know, properties, it does get it in there and, and it helps with your joints. It helps with your, your muscles. It helps to repair things that just normal whey protein won't do for you. And guys, I it it again, another life changer. Ned and Bub's, I've been taking now for over a year. And, and I, I have seen the results from not just my mental stability, which is Ned tremendous, but also them also helping with my ulcer colitis. Bub is another big part of that too, which has helped stamp that ulcerative colitis out that I had badly badly for many, many years. It's helped to to minimize and actually I have no symptoms anymore of it. Um, bubs is a big part of that too, because of the collagen protein, it it rebuilds, it rebuilds for a healthy gut. It'll even tell you it's healthy, gut. it's a healthy gut rebuilder. That's important because that's how you process, process your food and you process your protein and it, bubs has been tremendous as well. And it's the only protein for all you. And I always say this, all you inflammatory bowel disease sufferers. I know how, I know your pain. I feel you. I got it too. Um, if you have Crohn's, disease, also colitis, anything like that, bubs is the only protein whey, collagen whatever that I've been able to take and it has not has not negatively affected my gut. Actually, it's been the complete opposite. And then also the uh, the the MCT oil guys. That's a that is a tremendous freaking pre workout powder. I people don't think that. Take that MCT oil if you haven't taken it has coconut oil in there. If you have not taken coconut oil, you're going to see your energy levels go psh, spike through the roof again. And that's another positive for. A healthy gut is is coconut oil. So Bub's Naturals tremendous. Another life changer for me. I I, I I'm I don't think I'm ever going to stop taking it unless Sean Lake over there decides to stop making it. And then then I guess that's when it's going to be. But I, I will be on Bub's for the rest of my life as long as they as long as they're still having it out there. Tremendous, tremendous protein and a tremendous supplement for a healthy lifestyle. Yeah, and we'll definitely have
0: Sean Lake back on the podcast. I was trying to think of a good date to bring him on. And uh, I was just wondering if there was something we could tie in. And I realized that Glenn Bub Doherty, who's the namesake yeah. for the company, his birthday was uh, his birthday was in July. So, you know, we could celebrate the life of Glenn Doherty and we'll have Sean on in July. And, uh, you know, it will be a celebration of his life. I know that, that even Glenn Doherty's funeral was a celebration of his life. That's always. the type of guy that he was. So yes. check it out, guys. Bubsnaturals.com. And as always, you're supporting a great – cause as well when you support their products, which is the Glenn Doherty Memorial Foundation. So use the promo code BATTLELINE. You're going to get 20% off bubsnaturals.com, promo code BATTLELINE.
2: You are now tuned into The Battleline Podcast.
3: The switch
0: is on Battleline Podcast. And uh, yeah, I feel like it's actually been an exciting May so far. I've been watching uh, these NHL playoffs. Mets doing great. Your Yankees doing great. They are doing and, great. Uh, and yeah. I didn't tell you this. I, a week ago, last week, I was at Limp Bizkit at Mohegan Sun. No I way! Cracked. You you just saw live. It was this, awesome.
1: Was, is it still I, doing a good show? I mean, Durst yeah. is a performer. Oh, absolutely. Man, he, he is a performer. He I is. I don't think he's that talented as far as a singer. When you put him and Aaron, I don't uh, think
0: he would call himself a, yeah, was, a which, which was the
1: song that him and, and I, I, Aaron sorry, Lewis? Yeah, Aaron when they did it together, it was like Aaron Lewis because Aaron Lewis can can freaking sing. Oh, he has yeah. got got, oh, a, got right. a voice. Great guy it, too. Yeah. Dude, oh, yeah. I do actually yeah. No, I got Aaron. If you ever, I'd love we I'd love to have Aaron Lewis on the show talk about guns and hunting and. And yeah. and you know military and so forth. He's he's a tremendous supporter of the military. But um, uh, you know when they did that song together, it was a remake, and it was just really it, they showed the video. It was like Lip Bisque for whispering into his microphone as Aaron Lewis is actually <laughs> singing the song because. Fred Durst can't sing. So it was yeah. just funny. That's what yeah. reminded me of that. I forget the I forget the video for what Yeah, it was outside.
0: So. Outside. Outside. Was- Fred Durst wouldn't really call himself a singer. I mean no. Fred Durst is a rapper and you know on the early Limp it could really scream, but but it was the first time I crowd surfed in probably fifteen years. It was a ton of Holy fun. Holy
1: crap! You're a crowd surfing? Are you yeah, kidding me? Yeah, it was
0: great. You, it's on. It's ca- on video. It's on video. I, I found it on YouTube and it, did, did, I posted you, it on Twitter.
1: Did you catch one? Did Did you catch a shocker on you? Did Did somebody <laughs> <laughs> for for me? <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, I, I Actually, I, the 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 guy who lifted me
0: up, he even said he's like. I was like, I want to go up. It was like this big dude. He's like, "Hey, just don't kick anyone in the face, especially don't <laughs> kick any girls in the face." So I was like, "Absolutely not." But uh, the new Wimbski is great. I had a great time. But anyway, getting into like stuff that we're going to talk about before we bring on Chris. Um, E3 Firearms is relaunching, and I know you yeah. wanted to speak about that a little
1: bit. Well, yeah, yeah tremendous. They're they're putting you know, on part of Battleline, Battleline of course, and E3 Firearms. Yeah, uh, E3 Firearms is a is an association with E3 Association that is a tremendous company. To help bring again positivity back to society and back to veterans and military, but you don't have to be veterans of the military. You just have to like camping. You have to like overland, just driving out in the woods, man. You have to like uh, off roading, which, if you watch their videos and watch them are coming out, they have a tremendous team of off roaders that, if you like to go and try to test your metal, driving up rocks and vertical hillsides, that's part of it. And then we have E3 Firearms, which is myself and, uh, and oh, I can't, I don't know, I can't remember his name right now. Well, it's E three. It, it's unbelievable, but um, uh, but E three firearms. Adam, Adam Paintshot. I'm sorry, he used to run Sig Academy, and now he's you know he's a, he's a, a trooper out in the in the Northeast. But really, what it does, guys, it's a group, and we bring people together to to just find the positive things you can do on the outside, you know, outside, and outdoors. And of course, we've got tremendous groups that are that help sponsor or we partner with. That I should say, partner is a better word that gives great discounts on, on things that you're going to use in the outside outdoors Fort Scott munitions. Uh, there's another one right there. They're, they're a sponsor for it. Uh, nine line is, uh, is going to be a sponsor for it. And, you know, if you, all you guys follow us, I'm sure you know about nine line they, they make great t-shirts, um, and great, great clothing and apparel. And then you also have the team Rubicon is part of the sponsors of the Overland guys. And that's a disaster relief team. They're, they're tremendous. Nope, I know them. And, uh, so that's just something that going to pop up and, and, uh, Becoming a member of it, you're going to get a lot of things tied into it. And you get to actually speak to me if that's a plus. I mean, be not be (laughs) a seller. You know, you get to speak to me directly uh, more often than me just doing a Facebook live because that's part of the experience and E3, the three E's um, and and they're tremendous. Education, entertainment. And I can't even say I'm having a hard time today. I'm just you out of
0: it today. I am
1: out of it today. Um education, <laughs> entertainment, and help me with the thirty. somebody out there, you're gonna get it. There was no <laughs> there's no You didn't go over this, so I don't look at me. <laughs> I know. Here I'm gonna search, but regardless, guys, when the E three firearms comes out and E three association comes out, take it out and uh uh it's a it will be a tremendous experience. And Is it, could and- people sign up now or were they actually were. They can if they, but I would honestly, I would wait till we do the launch and the release, which will be a couple weeks in June, the mid June. Okay. We'll do a release. So yeah, we'll, we'll check it out. But but don't take my word for it, because obviously I can't talk for shit today. <laughs> Just search E3 Association and it'll pop up, and 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 you'll get to see what it's all about. Cool. Well, well, two
0: things people can sign up for actually right now, and you're probably going to jump in here and tell me what the 30 is. as I'm, I'm, going, to. I'm going, to search I right going to. I know you're going to. But two things people can sign up for are actually two battle line tactical courses yeah. coming up if you're in the area. So the first of which is June 4th and 5th, two day stress fire course in for Oklahoma. And then the following month, you'll be back at Fort Scott yeah, for yeah. the July 9th and 10th Tactical Emergency First Aid and One-Person Room Clearing Tactics uh, two-day course in Fort Scott, Kansas. And for both of those, you can go to Tonto's So, guys, yeah. if you're in Oklahoma or you're in Kansas, do it. I would even say, hey, if you got to take a trip, if you want to fly out or drive out, you guys will make it worth their time.
1: We, we have a lot of fun. Ian kind of saw what we do out there when oh, yeah. you came out. and it's, it, There's no bravado. There's no ego. There's nothing out there. We just want to teach and everybody have a good time. Yes, we take it seriously because firearms is inherently dangerous. It is. So you have to have safety, but we don't run it down your throat. Uh, we make sure that you're safe, but we also want to make sure you're learning because I do believe the best learning environment is a fun environment. Um, there are times to, 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 for me to yell and scream. And that's when we're doing vetting courses or tryouts for things. That's different. This is something that you're paying for. You're coming to learn. And the best learning is done when you are happy and you're comfortable and you can just take a breath and go, okay, these guys aren't a bunch of assholes. They're actually really nice. Let's get into it. And then, then we, you know, run after it. I have to let you know though, the Oklahoma course only has one slot left. And, uh, so if you, and that's over at Kiefer farms at iron gal farms at Kiefer, Oklahoma, uh, and we're and, recording
0: uh, this Thursday so by the time people see it on Monday it might be done it might know. be
1: gone guys so sorry about that but the uh, the one we're having here at Fort Scott with the stop the bleed intro to room clear that is really like a home defense course so that's why I'm only teaching single man room clearing is because realistically, if anybody ever breaks in your home, it's on you. I mean, that's the you're unless you got a six, seven year old boy, like my boy that can, that can stack with me at the door. <laughs> it's probably not gonna happen. So, and a tremendous urban training area. Ian didn't get to see it because we were out at the range, but a, a, a tremendous urban training area that we have here at Fort Scott and uh, at Fort defense here at Fort Scott, Kansas. And you're going to have a blast. It's going to be so much fun. And you get to learn how to pack wounds and put on tourniquets. From one of the best uh, medical instructors in the country, Mike Ritchie. So I would highly recommend uh, you come to that. I'd love to see it. And you get to see my smiling face. Awesome. Yeah, the,
0: the guys that we met uh, at that tactical course at that opening, we got to get a lot of them on. Definitely yeah. have to have Hank Strange back on yeah. and,
1: and have back on. Um, John and uh, John and, and um, so the G- guns out guys. John yes, and, um, and, and Shermichael. By
0: the way, people probably wouldn't know this about him because so I got to know those guys and. You know, they were both like, "Oh, we work in media," and and sure, Michael Singleton was yeah. like, oh, "I work, uh, you know, on TV." I don't know. People would probably be surprised by this. I don't know if you know because I don't know if you talked to him until I looked at his Instagram. He he's an MSNBC contributor, which would probably surprise people.
1: Oh, I, he, yeah, he is, and he, I, I didn't know that. I did know he was he's on because the Peacock channel, Peacock. Yeah, but which, which is, is NBC, yeah part
0: of yeah part all of that. M- but and, and you know, people might be kind of surprised that there's a guy who knows his shit about guns who is on there, and people might be like, "Oh, why are you working there?" But the the thing that I think people need to realize is whatever station it is for one it's a job but beyond that it's just I, you need to have people on on all avenues of the media who actually do know guns and aren't going to sound like an idiot out well, there yeah, because otherwise yeah. when you turn on these stations you're going to say these people sound like they never held the gun so it's important to have someone out there who actually could could speak to that and and is experienced like him so and, i thought that it, was pretty cool
1: yeah i didn't I did, I did know that i thought i know peacock's part of the NBC network i didn't know he, he was a contributor on msbc I've but, seen yeah. from I may be getting it wrong, but I know
0: it's all part of the same network. So, yeah, no, yeah, they, I are. Mean it's, yeah. they are.
1: Yeah, they are. It, Peacock's run. It's It's an internet streaming service that's that's run by NBC, just like Hulu is run mainly by ABC and so forth. Uh, but uh, I didn't know that either. But, but I am I, um, you know I, I think what he does though if if like on the Peacock channel what he does he's the counterpoint for those people that wa- are all the anti gun. So kudos to him for doing that. I mean, honestly, I, I think he's probably in the hornet's nest half the time. And I, 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 he he has the balls, the cojones, the huevos to to, to step in there and say what it needs to be said. I, I he, John and Shermichael reminded me of me when I first got into all this stuff. Very, very, a lot of energy when I got when I left Benghazi, I got all that. And, and yeah. I'd love to see. And I even said that when we did our interview, I go, it's it's great to see that a guy like me can finally get out of that. Because people that are fighting for gun rights and the 2A, you know, the second amendment and even the first amendment and so forth, it's in good hands because of guys like yourself of Shermichael and John. And that's what I said to him. And so honestly for me, it was very therapeutic that they're teaching. Cause it's like, okay, I don't need to yell about this anymore. <laughs> These guys got it. And they got it a lot better than I do because they're a lot more well-spoken. And, and so it's awesome. It's awesome. I didn't know that. Well, I'm going to have to, I'm going to have to heckle him. Well, yeah, to I mean, you did because
0: the Peacock Channel, and I could be, you know, I could be mixing things up, but I just mean he's a part of that NBC umbrella, but it's just good yeah. to see that there's people, like yeah. I said, whether it is Fox News or Newsmax or the, what is considered the liberal end of the media, having people who actually know their stuff yeah. so that there actually is a talking head who knows their shit out there. Um, and he does. But everybody, everybody there was super cool, man. I know, I'm, you know, there's too many people to name. Um, really excited though, as I said, to talk to Chris. Um, this is a book a lot of you guys probably have not heard about yet because it's it's independent, but it's got those stories out there that I know this audience loves to hear. So before we get to all that, we were just talking about Fort Scott Munitions. Fort yep. Scott is a manufacturer of multi federal patented solid copper and brass CNC spun ammunition. It's designed to tumble upon impact, which is their trademark in soft tissue, leaving devastating wound channels for faster bleed-out and quicker incapacitation. This ammunition was originally designed to improve on the standard of military-grade ammunition design. It was found that not only did the TUI ammunition outperform competitors in the self-defense industry, but it quickly became apparent that it would be a top contender for hunters and shooters alike. With the ammunition being CNC spun, the tolerances are some of the tightest on the market, ensuring that you receive the same results with every pull of the trigger. So Fort Scott Munitions, as Chris is holding right there, is available throughout privately owned businesses in all 50 states. Go to the dealer locator on the website. You'll see it right there. And go to FortScottMunitions.com. Use the exclusive promo code BattleLine for 15% off your order. Only available to listeners of the Battleline Podcast. Fort Scott Munitions is a proud supporter of Chris Peranto, Battleline Tactical, and the Battleline Podcast. Also, of course, guys, we're talking guns, we're talking ammo. So we got to talk night vision. Photonis defense is yeah. the global leader in night vision solutions, providing more high-quality night vision capabilities than anyone. Hunters, shooters, boaters, and outdoor enthusiasts. Rely on photonist defense systems to make their adventures safer and more successful. Military, law enforcement, and public safety end users utilize photonist defense solutions to give them the edge at night in tactical situations and rescue operations. Photonist Defense is now offering state-of-the-art night vision systems from the PD-Pro-B 16mm binocular and the PD-Pro-M 16mm monocular to the PD-Pro-Q panoramic night vision systems. Customers from all over are excited about these new, smaller, lighter NVGs. You've got to see these things to really experience how much smaller and lighter they are than anything you've used previously. Go to their website. It's yep. PhotonistDefense.com. P-H-O-T-O-N-I-S-Defense.com. The link right there is in the description, just like all of our sponsors. For more information or look for Photonis Defense product options from your night vision dealer. We've had guys on the podcast like Justin Sheehan and, of course, Phil Otto, who is a part of the team there. And they've been there. They've done that. And they could tell you Photonis Defense has
1: really innovated what's going on in night they are tremendous stuff best the best visual acuity you'll ever have in night vision guys so if you're in a department out there and you guys are up for new night vision before you go buying the old stuff like you always do go check out photonists just see the amazing difference just not even on the size and the weight and and the 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 ease of use but just the, the ability to see see clearly the visual acuity, the ability to see clearly, even clearer than the stuff you're using before it's, it is literally night and day. And if you're a hunter guys there, you got it. You got four Scott munition, four Scott ammo, four Scott munition ammo, and you got night vision. If you're going to hog hunting or coyote hunting at night, that's all you need, guys. That's it. And and you're going to, you're going to get what you, you're going to get your limit, whatever that is in whatever states you are, but four Scott munitions, best ammo on the planet, photonist defense, best night vision on the planet. And I'm not just saying that it really (laughs) is. Absolutely. All right. give, Sorry, give, Chris. Man, um, go, go ahead, Ian. I'm I'll
0: gonna, give. Yeah, I'll give Chris an intro. But like, we have a lot of good stuff to talk about here. So as long
3: as we can, I can drink coffee. We're good. You're you good. can
0: drink whatever you want. If you wanted to drink vodka <laughs> at ten thirty
1: a.m., you. Could. I got. I got a vodka <laughs> that I could send to you. I, I t- it's true. That's it, true. It, it's, it's called Tonto Vodka. Actually, it's my. So I'll, I should. Let's let's encourage you to drink more. Yeah, let's encourage all <laughs> veterans to drink more. Uh, yeah, that's right. My liver begging right. for mercy.
0: Yeah, we might as well keep that in there. If, uh, if yeah, yeah. <laughs> this it's <laughs> so I'll give I'll give Chris an actual intro though. But uh, this is his book right here: Terror to Triumph. Awesome, uh, stuff. great book. Yeah, sometimes the toughest battles you have to fight are at home with yourself. Yeah. And guys, I could tell you just looking through everything in here and reading the book. If you're, and I know this audience is, if you're looking yeah. for a book that's like action packed war stories this is the book but you also have a lot of like introspective stuff in here i mean chris has had a really long military career and and you're doing great things now just talking to you before we started recording so uh thank you so much for especially for coming on last minute you sent me this book just a couple (laughs) of weeks ago and i was like man i want to get chris on but our schedule is (laughs) always packed and it just worked out that we were able to like make this happen last minute so so thank you so much man.
3: yeah buddy Uh, Thank you guys so much for, uh, for having me on and thank you for letting me uh, send you guys a book, uh, you know, usually, uh, you know, different podcasts, different people. I'm like, Oh, I'll send you a book. They're like, uh, you know, whatever. But, uh, you know, want to definitely get personalized and, uh, sent out to you guys. So I'm glad it got it, got to you guys. Glad, uh, um, you guys were able to read it and even better. Thank you guys so much for, uh, even having me on your podcast, uh, um, it, it, no, not a problem amazing. at all, man.
0: Dude, no, what, you I, I, Wait, I
3: have to ask. What podcast you're saying, eh,
0: don't send us a book? Yeah, what a fuck that, man. Animals. Like, we've, that? we've had bigger names on like Brad Thor, but we like to have the guys on who are like the newer up-and-coming writers. So
3: what the fuck, yeah. man? Yeah, who, who, who <laughs> said that? I don't want to throw them under the bus necessarily. But, <laughs> throw them under uh, the bus. Fuck, uh, fuck <laughs> them. <Throw laughs> the, the bus. There's a few guys in uh a few uh, like judges, even around the courthouse that I work with, that are like, "Oh yeah, I got your book." And, uh, it's, it's not my favorite kind of book to read, and I'm like, "Well, I, I don't want to know what your job was, but yeah, yeah okay." You know, it's like, well, I, you um, know, I, that
1: that that really it, it's weird to me because I you don't have to be in the military to see, and I, I don't think there's I think many the majority of Americans out there are very positive towards these kind of books because it doesn't just show you know, the blood and guts is, I mean, I, that's war. That's what war is. Can't get around it. I mean, we're not trying to, it, we're not trying to sensationalize it. That's just what it is, but it, it's stories of, of overcoming adversity. I mean, that's what this show is about. That's what the other two books I wrote were about. It wasn't, Hey, look how cool I am doing it. It's overcoming yeah. adversity and the things that you have to go through at home. And, and, and so somebody to say that it's like, do you really not want to learn how to overcome obstacles? Do you really not want to learn how to <clears throat> overcome bad things in your life and continue to continue to grind on is that okay well then fine i guess you're right this book isn't for you go yeah go, yeah, back yeah, to go stand guys. in the
3: shadows and enjoy your yeah. uh, starbucks you know
1: yeah here here <laughs> you take take the red pill or green pill which pill is it i can't <laughs> blue, remember. the I blue would. pill the blue but, pill but take the blue pill
3: with uh chris and a combination of... <laughs>
1: With
0: uh, with Chris's background, you know, and just to get more specific, really, Chris is a Marine Scout Sniper, combat veteran in Iraq, served in Ramadi in 2005 and Fallujah in 2007. But your career
1: was a uh, 14 years, I believe.
3: Uh, just over 16 before they actually
1: Wow, dude, how come you didn't finish up? I mean, you had four years left.
3: That was it. I mean,
1: I, I, when did you get out? I, and I'm sorry, I, I forgot, brother. When did you? uh I'm having a hell of a day today. I can't remember shit today.
3: But. I, I've got that that almost every single day, and I just blame it on the uh, it's Texas heat. It's melting my brain. But uh, <laughs> <laughs> hundred and five degrees yesterday in the middle of May. It's like come on, it's not time yet. Um, but I, I ended up retiring in two thousand fifteen after uh, I kind of got into it in the book a little bit. You know, bunch of surgeries, bunch of uh, okay. um, this, that, and the other thing, and uh, my style of um, and and I think based on all the the stuff I've read about you, Chris, and uh, you, Ian, as well, is uh, I'm the kind of guy, even as, you know, pr- going up through the ranks as an E6 um, and all that stuff, I was never, uh, oh, I'm an E6, you go first, I'll go, I'll gotcha. go third like, gotcha. kind of gotcha. thing. I'm like, no, I'm first in, I don't care. Like, let's yeah. go. Uh, that paved the way for some wild times uh, in the sure. book and some other stuff not oh, yeah, included. Yeah. But, um, you know, doing the, the, the surgeries and things like that, uh, two back surgeries, a few... Uh, knee issues uh sinus surgery <coughs> uh, they're like oh you've got a tbi i'm like okay great wonderful you know it's like
1: it's, uh, something else i added to the list yeah, uh, like, yeah
3: check it get the xerox box full of paper and there's my records uh and they told me they're like well you can stay in uh you won't go back to the um the air wing or the infantry, you're going to basically be a, a, I got it yep. an S1 guy. You're not deploying. You're not leading Marines. I'm like, nope, it's time to go. Yeah, I, I,
1: I feel you, brother. I, I completely understand that.
3: Definitely. And, it, and I don't have to be the door kicker, but I, I want to be able to, I don't want to hear the stories like, oh, the guy that just came to the unit that you never got to. Yeah. And I'm not nothing special, but, but I, I was never able to like tweak. And now he ended up like dying or doing something yeah. stupid over there. And now I'm like, oh, God. So, well, see, yeah.
1: you you just want to be in the front. You weren't you weren't ready to take a desk, and and that's normal. That's uh, I mean, that's I, I get that. I I was the same way with my ulcer colitis when they kicked when they kicked, I just said kick me out. The army did take care of me with all my injuries I have, but they did the same thing. They either hey, you know, with your disease and with how bad your body's beat up, you can either go to finance. Or we'll medically retire you. And I was an officer at the time. So I'd already lost my mind because I switched from enlisted to become an officer. I'd already lost my oh, mind. Oh, Chris, why? why? I, I shut your mouth. You just shut your mouth. You just shut your mouth. Guys. <laughs> shut your mouth. Um, but, but I get it because it is. It's hard. It's like, well, you know, I, this isn't really an option. And not saying anything against finance is extremely important. Believe me, when you're not getting paid and you're downrange, finance is extremely important. But I just wasn't at a point yet that I wanted to to. To sit at, to write a desk now, okay. Here I'm. I'm yeah. I'll write a desk all day. I but I'm behind so the desk I, now too. <laughs> yeah, I get it. I get it. I, um, uh, it makes sense to me. But you know, getting in a, a little bit too. I know we skipped up to that. I I like to know about why you got in, and you know, and and how was basic. I love basic training stories. I mean, you can have all the war stories in the world. I love hearing yeah. guys stories about basic training, especially. You know, back in the day, back when it was hard, sort of thing. So yeah, could, could you tell me? Could you tell us and the listeners out there why you joined and and maybe your upbringing yeah. a little bit, if it led down that path, and and then then I want to basic tell us about basic training, but I want an actual story, like a good one, okay. a real good story. Okay, if you can. All right.
3: Yeah, um, and uh, I'm out and I'm separated, so uh there's no uh, like oh that umbrella of silence oh, or whatever. No,
1: yeah, Jag, here comes Jag <laughs> gonna get you. Yeah,
3: Jack's gonna you get, get me. You. uh but basically, growing up uh, was a um, 100% military family. All my relatives okay. were either um, Army in Vietnam. Uh, grandfather was uh, received the Silver Star in Pearl Harbor. He was actually on wow. uh, Kaneohe Bank during the bombings. Um, is, is he still and,
1: around? Is he still with us no, or is he not? He passed no, away was...
3: from uh, cancer and dementia uh, back Dang. in 2000, uh, early 2010, right before I deployed to Afghanistan. He ended up passing Dang. away. And, uh, got to go up to the funeral, came home a few weeks later, off I went, but uh, father was in the Navy, uncles, uh, other uncle was an Army paratrooper in the Army in in Vietnam, uh, Wow. and uh, all these people, and they're like, Navy or Army, I'm like, well, I don't want to float on a ship, there's no way I'm going under the water in a submarine, <laughs>
2: yeah. and, uh,
3: uh, you know, I don't want to be in Army, and of course, you know, this the dress blues, the the, the look, spit and polish kind of thing, and I was like, "Oh, I always wanted to be a marine. I always wanted. I'm gonna go. Uh, I'm gonna go against the grain a little bit." Um, so I ended up uh, signing up. Uh, went to boot camp. Um, while down there, uh, MCRD, 1995, uh, September. The, I'm getting old. 19, I think, around that time frame uh, began the journey, and uh, yeah, back then it, it was a whole lot different than it is now. Uh, the drill instructors weren't as uh, politically correct, if you and
1: will. Uh, were they able to put their hands? I mean, I, I, yeah. I did my first basic training in 1995, and they were still able to put. They could put their hands. Yeah. On, in fact, they put their hands on this New York kid very, very hard the first day. <laughs> my first day, I was there. So, yeah, yeah. It,
3: it, yeah. it was very not, uh, now that they have to keep, um, I think I, yeah. last I heard they've got to keep it one arm's distance and I'm like, <laughs> <Jeez>. <laughs> so, uh, I've been like, like taste the guy's breakfast when he was like in my face, <laughs> uh, like head, you know, head butting with the, uh, the little dri- with the the campaign covers, yep, just like, yep. bam, uh, yep. like young, uh, young recruits, nobody. Um, uh, he was our squad leader at the time. He decided he was going to be, uh, um, uh, one, he slept past the, um, the re- which I don't know how you do, but the lights came on, drill instructors are yelling, screaming, everyone's like panicking, freaking out, jumping up. He must have had like a hard night's sleep because he wasn't waking up. Well, <laughs> the drill instructor is doing what they do best. Uh, each grabbed the side of the mattress and just kind of like pulled the carpet out from under him and down he went. You know, he was on the, the second bunk. Wow. Bus yes, as, that's as awesome. He, as you said, they're bleeding. You standing there like wobbling and all the drone instructors are yelling at him still and blood's coming out of his mouth i'm like this is awesome <laughs> um like looking back at that it's, it's just like uh and then sure he doesn't learn um and we're still really good friends to this day um he decided to take a drink out of the uh the drone instructor's like water fountain and as soon as he was down there getting the water the drill instructor came up, ah!
1: wow. oh, yeah. The
3: head, lit his lip up to his nose he ended up having like 25 stitches okay what 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 kid.
1: What was his deal? How does he not? I mean, there, I, I, you think you learned after the first split lip? I know there's, got there's, there's those guys out there, but usually those guys don't make it through basic. Those kind of guys, and he did. Do you think he was just? just we had with those guys that were kind of a guy named Noah Thompson out there that just actually looked looked for pain because they just thought it was fun. Was he that type of guy? He just wanted to get he, in trouble just because it. It was. It's, he really embraced the suck more than anything.
3: Absolutely, you know I mean? and he was the. Um, he got really strong. Uh, in boot camp, okay. uh, ended up losing a lot of weight, uh, and he was the uh, back in the day the force recon guy. You know, back in the nineties, yeah. where they yep. um, they all walked around in those black um, silky shorts, and they, yeah, on their own like little level. And it's like, come on, guys, like be real. You know, they you guys, had
1: they yeah. had ranger panties too. They just didn't say ranger on them. I'm sure I yep. you're talking about those silkies. Yep. You guys
3: go swimming, we shoot. Let's go. Come on. You know, it's the same thing. Um, and uh, then I ended up getting out. Uh, in 1999, back when, you know, the UDPs, Okie, Fuji, Korea, okay. Australia, the, the fun times, uh, got out, uh, 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 moved in with my my wife, who's currently, we just hit 23 years in uh, December, which, wow. 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 I,
1: Congratulations, I, man. Thank that's, you, thank that's you. Awesome. That's a lot. Uh, That's awesome.
3: She's absolutely amazing. I uh, made it through all the deployments, all my uh, BS, all my... Like just constantly, and now she's actually a uh, a military family um, licensed therapist. So she uh, wow. provides therapy sessions for uh, military guys, their families, wives, um, and and helps like keep families together. That's her thing. She loves it.
1: Wow, um, that is that's all we got to have her on. She's Ian. We, yeah. We <laughs> oh, that's oh, awesome.
3: she would she would like absolutely freak out. And um, I, I was telling Ian she. I told her that I got to come on and uh meet you and be on this podcast. She's like, we've got to watch the movie, we've got to watch the movie. <laughs> so sure enough, for the 15th time, 13 hours was on the big TV and the the, the man cave and watch the movie. And oh, um, man, that's awesome. The, the jumbo, everything. Like yeah. it's
1: tell her jambo. tell her yeah. thank oh, tell her the, thank you, bro. Tell, tell her thank you. That's awesome. That's absolute,
3: absolutely absolutely. So really you absolutely.
1: can't hide you can't hide your feelings at all in the house, can you? You can't she sees right through you. You can't bullshit her, can you? Oh,
3: she does. <laughs> <laughs> she, uh, she, she often describes and uh, she uses us, which is, which is ironic. She uses us as a, uh, like a therapy modality. She's like, Hey, my, uh, when she does the, uh, the spouse's wife, um, yeah. uh, what do you call it? Like a, a chat every week, she brings on all the wives that want to do. It, and she's like, now let's talk about the wives and the caregivers. And the, uh, because like in the book, she was just a hundred percent caregiver yeah. Uh, just beat down beat down beat down beat down and she finally gave in um, and, and thankfully uh, we got her to the uh, the hospital in time and she's you know doing great now wow. uh, but she hit that wall and she's like I'm going to prevent every wife from hitting that same wall if I can and providing support so I'm like damn okay so, hey, hey Chris uh, can you go so she, I, I
1: know can you go in that a little bit I just it's just for those I know they're I want them to read your book but Go in because why she like what actually happened? Did she have a nervous I I just want the, the listeners out there. Did she have a nervous breakdown? Did she just physically meant just <clears throat> just and is that what it was? And and, and did you was were you home when that happened or was it over or were you still overseas when all that was going on? Uh,
3: thankfully, I was home. Uh, Good. we had Good. um, we, it, it was a lot, a lot, uh, a lot going on. Uh, we were um we were not able to have kids due to medical issues on both sides. Uh, so we were going to adopt that was falling okay. through. Um, I wasn't able to drive. So she had to drive me to all my appointments, uh, wow. sit in the hospital, basically with me 24 uh, seven deal with my ups and downs and my, my bullshit really. Um, and just after all that, t- like from recruiting duty, uh, you know, from the the command, the yep. just everything, she just finally hit a wall, um, ended up, uh, we parked i took the uh service dog for a um, for a walk came upstairs she walked out of the bathroom she's like you're too late uh, ended up uh, about two bottles uh, oh, gotcha. of pills and she went and laid down and thankfully uh called the ambulance they came rushed her there she was like no you're, you're oh, too brother. early you're too early like thanks she,
1: for that i thanks for and, telling and, us and, about and,
3: that man wow yeah and and once and she uh, they you know pumped the stomach, uh, uh, put the oxygen, uh, yeah. got her got her stable, and and she you know then she went to inpatient treatment. Uh, uh, and when she came out of it, she said it was it was amazing that she felt uh, like she was waking up out of a fog, like just everything yeah. became clear and her her mind and and then she just became obsessed. She was like, I'm helping everyone. I don't care if they want the help or not. Damn it, I'm going to help them. And She is she's just a rock, and and I and I thank her all the time. I'm like I don't know why you put up with my shit. For so long. Um, <laughs> I, mean,
1: I, I got one of those. And, and too. all the I
3: deployments, but I. I feel and it. she was the family readiness officer uh, <coughs> when I was in 2010. All the wives were like, "Oh my god, oh my god!" You know what are we supposed to do? What are we supposed to do? And they all knew. Um, i had come over from the infantry to the helicopter okay. squadron. And that squadron was the ones who supported us in 2005. I was on the street and they were flying overhead. Gotcha. And, uh, you know, and they all would tell their wives like, oh, if we ever get shot down, we really hope Chris is with us because he's in the <laughs> infantry. He'll know what to do. I'm like, <laughs> was, no, I don't want to get fucking shot down.
1: <laughs> well, well, yeah, let's make sure I lift like the crash first. Holy crap.
3: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And they want me to be like set up the shop. And it's like, no, you know, how, you know how to set up the shop. Leave me out of this. And um, ended up, uh, you know, doing the, the state trooper thing back in 03, uh, rejoined in 04 after, uh, you know, I just, I just couldn't deal with the, the death notification, the fatality wrecks sure. around the holidays. Uh, you know, that was during the initial push back in in 03. And I was like, you know sure. what, I'm going to go back in. I was like, recruiter, I don't care where you send me, <laughs> what, what job I'm doing, send me back in. he's like, awesome. In you go. 29 Palms, <laughs> California. Here I come. And, Did you have to do uh,
1: basic or anything again, or were you able to go right to the unit? Did you just go right to the uh, unit?
3: was able to go right back to the unit. Uh, they were just wow. coming back from uh, Al in 04. Okay. Um, about halfway through um, that, before the 05 deployment, uh, the, the sniper team had an indoc, And I was like, you know what? I'm not getting any younger. Uh, read the books, Carlos Halfcock, all that yeah. crap. I was like, send me, you know, like, let's do it. and And sure enough, they're like, cool. I ended up going through three days at hell and uh, made it and they're like, cool, we're deploying to Ramadi, Iraq in September, get ready to go. And I'm like, oh, cool, we'll have the vehicles, we'll throw all our shit in there and yeah, yeah. they'll take us to the house and drop us off. And then they're like, uh, no, that's not exactly how it works. And quickly learned as the point guy that that ruck full of yeah. <laughs> everything you need for four or five days, you know, the the ammo, the water the, ugh. and it, it's just whew, the weight. Um, but yeah. yeah, and then we did the yeah. deployment uh, at 05 and, and you know, hopefully um, you guys were able to read the book. And so, you know, some of the stories that are discussed in the book mm-hmm. and, um, you know, the, the worst one, obviously, is the little girl. That one still um, yeah. still bugs me to this day. It, it, it's and a lot of people um, say they understand. They're like, oh, yeah, we get it. It's like, no, it's one thing for the guy to the left or right, you don't want them to die, but if they get hurt, it's, yeah. it's almost acceptable. Um, or if well, it's you, uh, you, like you a military the mi- age fighting male.
1: You have that mindset. You, 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 and that's good, good soldiers and good Marines, good Rangers. Honestly, they do. You have to already have that acceptance because you know, it could, you don't want it to happen. You're going to do everything in your power to not make it happen. Yeah. It still hurts when it does happen, but it's, it's, it's the same adage. It's an old cliche. That's what we signed yeah. up for. But and you're right. No, I, I get it, man. I get it. I, I understand that too, brother. Yeah. So I'm sorry. Keep going. Keep going, my, yeah, my friend.
3: But, um, and yeah, you know, it was uh, the the horror story was, of course, the little girl who we uh, um, you know took over their house uh, on the first mission, and um, the the family was amazing. You know, they um, they asked us if we needed anything. They they would bring us chai to help us stay awake, chai tea, and yeah. I, they were just they were so amazing. And I'm like, oh man, these people are just incredible um and uh sure enough and, and kind of I don't want to give the story away too much in the book but um essentially I was on on guard duty that night and the here comes the little girl she couldn't have been seven years old uh carrying the raggedy blanket uh, a stuffed animal that looked like it'd been through yeah. a, a dog chew toy um, and she came walking out uh, <coughs> and the family provided us this big king chair to sit in um, on security, you know, had claim more setup, the Claymore set up, the sure. uh, the saw down there for uh, whatever. And, and she uh, scared the shit out of me. Initially, she came up from behind me. I jumped up with uh, the nine mil. I was like, oh, okay. Um, and I guess I was out of the way. She climbed up in the the chair, cuddled up, right to sleep. And I'm like, okay. And, and right then and there, um, you know, we had suffered a lot of loss. Helicopters been shot yeah. down. Yeah, uh, yeah. A lot was going on. Uh, around the city uh that was blacklisted um and i was like you know what you almost feel human again where you're like this is why we're here this is who we need to protect um we yeah. you know three-day mission uh we're able to uh engage a few people um they were digging ieds before uh, yeah. they found the uh, foot patrols um came back a few weeks later and it was just the guy he was limping Uh, Like I feel now, but just dragging, dragging his leg along. And we're like, where's your, where's the rest of your family? Where's your, where's your wives? And um, uh, we found out that the Taliban had found out that he gave up his house, which I mean, we're a team strength. He didn't have a choice, Um, came in, uh, killed the wives, took the little girl out in the street uh, and executed her in front of the, basically the village um, as an example of like, you let, them yep. come to your house this is gonna <laughs> happen and we felt so responsible we were just like oh, you know we're not even gonna stay here tonight we hey qrf come get us we're done yeah yeah yep. no you know we you've been through enough and and the the, the man at the house actually spoke really good uh English for, for living over there he's really educated um he's like it's not your fault it's it's you guys are doing good things he's like you guys are more than welcome to stay we're like no <laughs> we can't it it's just it's too too creepy, I guess. Uh, so we ended up uh, going back and we all kind of sat around and just everyone was like, what's wrong? And no one would talk, you know, no one wanted to, to talk about it. And it, after finding that out, then it just became even worse. Uh, the callousness was just like, I was done. Yeah. I was like, okay, like nothing's going to bother me anymore. Um, but then you find out more friends and, you know, things like that happen and the ID threat. Uh, the claymores, the, you know, all that stuff. I'm just like, Ooh. But Ramadi was uh, Ramadi, in five, you know, prior to the elections, uh, we had the glass factory incident uh, talked about in the book uh, that recruiting event, suicide bomber detonated uh, himself, killing 60 plus people. Uh, They show up and like, here's some trash bags and shovels, go collect what you can. Um, And weirdly enough, um, And you said it best too, Chris, Uh, there's tons of books and movies out there, uh, you know, from Lone Survivor to, um, you know, American Sniper, all that, that, you know, uh, sensationalize, I guess, the war aspect and, you know, the war stories like, oh, cool, let's share war stories. Yeah. Um, But the book, I wanted to say, you know what? Yeah, this is the, the stuff that sucks but this is what happens. And no one wants to talk about it for some reason. And it drives me nuts. Every time I talk to these, these vets that I work with, I'm like, this is not the first war the US has been in. Likely ne- not gonna be the last one, mm-hmm. um, but we're still making the same mistakes when people are coming home that they did in World War II in Vietnam. No one wants to talk about it. So I wanted to get this book and really like drive home You know when your loved one comes home and they're isolating away they're drinking until they pass out yeah yeah they're they're buying all these guns the light needs to go off they're not just doing that because oh they they found a new passion they want to buy guns um and uh the families no one wants to say oh what's the impact on the families you know this this guy's drinking but you know why isn't the, the the family intervening it's like well it's like damn so I wanted to use this book is that uh, that driving force to really uh, hammer home, like, this is what's going on. The 22-a-day thing, it's got to stop. Um, the whole <coughs> thing, like, swallow your pride, be yeah. vulnerable, get help. There's so much better. It, and I was, uh, I'm such a hypocrite saying this because I was the same way, but once you come out of that, that, uh, under the thumb life is so much better and there's so much out there outside of the military. And I didn't believe it. Uh, but once you get out, there's so much and so much you can do to help others and give back. Uh, you'll find that sense of purpose. You just have to be willing to get to that stage. Um, and, and I think that's where uh, um, and not to like put a big downer on the, the podcast. No, or anything, but it, no, it's this a, is real. People need uh, to hear It, it to just, just drives me crazy because yeah. seeing my family and, My wife's father, who was a Vietnam vet uh, in the Marines back in the 60s, uh, he waited, for and my uncle, 40-plus years, um, came home alienated from their families, drinking all the time until they fell asleep. And I'm like, God, 40 years. But my last appointment was in 2010, um, and guys who I served with in 2007 have picked up my book, and they're like, oh, my God. And, like, light bulbs are going off. Uh, The bailiff who works in the courtroom that I work for, um, his son came home and, and and gave it to him, and he gave the book to his son, who would barely come out of his room, like drinking all the time. Read the book, and he's like, and he came out one day. He's like, you know what, uh, you know, take me to the VA. I want to get some help. And I'm like, oh my god, I was, I was like, you're gonna make me like mess up. You know what I mean? Like, uh, I was like, <laughs> you hey, can, that success story. Uh, you can say cry. That was you the can whole point to the book. I, I was can, like, I don't care if I sell five. 10, 15, like who cares if it helps a hundred people and a hundred people help a hundred people, that's all that matters. Mm And it's, um, yeah, it's just been amazing. It's been amazing ride.
1: Like I was saying, I know we've got to delay a little bit, but just because you're a Marine, you can still say cry. All right. It's okay. (laughs) It's okay to say cry. If you're going to cry, Chris, don't, don't worry about, (laughs) don't worry about that. And I was going to ask you a question, Chris, what I was getting into is, is, um, is and this is important is um you still have your wife and there's there's a lot of people a lot of veterans out there that have issues and i can speak on my own that with that that when my wife was out of my life i reconciled we're back together again which is part of the smartest thing i've ever done in my life but not having that rock that base that like you talked about that's when guys that's when they have their issues most of the time, not all the time, but the majority of the time. That's why I, I just find that as a common denominator to, to veterans that have seen a lot of stuff and, and are, and have, have seen death and have saved lives. And you saw the life part of it with the little girl. I had the same experience in Baghdad that I saw a little girl playing in front of me. And then they tried to hit us with an ID and instead they hit her and it blew her up. And, and, you know, yeah. I, so I get, I get that, you know, cause you do, you feel fucking, you feel like you're, like human. I, you said it just right. I felt human. I'm watching a little girl after I was a year. It was actually 0405. I was, I was with Blackwater. I was in the Mansour district and I'm watching these two little girls play. And I'd been downrange for about seven and a half, eight months at that point. I hadn't gone home yet because we were making boat at that time. I, you know, those contracts were making boatloads of money at that time. We <laughs> yeah. So I would, I would stay, I wouldn't go home. I would just extend and stay through my leave. But you do, you get desensitized to what being human is. And then you see little kids playing or coming up and laying with you, curling up with you and taking a nap. And you're like, man, this, this is what it is. This is, this is why we're here. This, but it's also this, I feel, I, I, I feel like a human. I don't feel like a robot anymore. I don't feel, I have feelings. My feelings came back. But then when you see the death or you hear about the death, yeah, you you go down that slippery slope, and and a lot of guys have seen that. Men and women, guys, politically political, neut- politically correct, neutral term on the Bedline podcast show, but um, but um, what what it is is that you know a lot of those that don't have that rock in their life anymore, which is your wife, that yeah, they're the 100%. ones that have the hardest time overcoming that, and that's why that's the important I, I don't know, I, could you speak on the importance of? Of of having your, your wife be part of it, and your wife had her own issues. That was my wife did too when I was going through all that. Okay, yeah. But I, I, if if you think that's important, I still think that's one of the main factors where guys aren't able to come out of their come out of their shell, come out of their, to stop doing the negative things, the vices. They can't control their vices. It's usually because they don't, they're not in a relationship, or they're in a very very bad relationship. So what do you think about yes. that, bro? Yeah. Tell me what you think. Uh, What's your 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 take on it?
3: I, I think you're 100 percent right. I think um, so many, um, you know, the you get jaded, you become human, you you kind of lose that human feeling because you see something, you get jaded again. Yeah, yeah. You you keep tucking away these uh, all these issues in your that internal file cabinet, and you you come home and the cycle is so. Uh, so fast that you're, um, you know, you're home for two, you know, six months, you're right back to it, you know, seven more months, come back, right back. I mean, it's, it's such a, uh, a crazy cycle. And um, for the ones that they, like, I'm lucky enough to say my wife stood um, stood beside me and rode the, the, yeah. the wave or say uh, with me. And I'm just like, wow, I'm so grateful that, um, uh, she stuck with me because I think, uh, we often talk about it I, without her and her push to say, you know what, enough of your shit, you need to get help. Um, and basically putting that foot in my ass basically, um, what yeah. was the saving grace? Cause I really don't think, uh, um, like looking back to be completely honest, I'm like, I was, I was on that edge where there definitely wouldn't be a book. There definitely <laughs> wouldn't be, uh, like talking to you guys on the podcast I, I really believe like that that was a uh, you know a dangerous slope and you know I talked to the guys that I I screened for my current job I'm like look I said you can be the biggest hard ass you want but at the end of the day when you're like uh, on your own and you've hit rock bottom the ones who are going to matter the most aren't going to be your drinking buddies at the bar not going to be the yeah. The, the group of guys or whatever, it's that family member who's going to pull you out of the the sewer and basically get you back on track. I was like, you need to thank them every single day. Um, okay. And it, it's, it yeah. So I think having that foundation of that rock is just pivotal, but even if you're in that toxic um, relationship, and that's why I put in the very back of the book, all those resources, there's, there's hundreds of resources out there and, um, hundreds of people um, you know and I've got a website like that that I'm about to launch in July 1st and awesome. I was like come on like, give me your number I'll call you you need to call me at uh, we tell these guys if you need to call us at 2 in the morning to prevent you from like eating a bullet taking pills drinking and driving call us like we would rather be lose an hour or two sleep like helping you through your shit than to uh, find <laughs> out the next day that Hey, we're, we lost a member and now we're going to a funeral for a guy because he, he wanted to be prideful. He, he didn't want to make a, a 10 minute phone call, uh, take advantage of the hundreds of, of resources and the, the people out there. Uh, you know, uh, once my website goes live in uh, July, I'm going to constantly have a, and I hate to use the word blog, but I'm going to have some things set up to where people can like post on there like, Oh man, I'm having issues and. Um, we use the little social media <clears throat> groups uh, of all the units where guys are like, hey, uh, I'm on the edge. I don't know what I'm going to do. I'm just going to drink myself stupid. Um, you know, everyone will just like bombard this guy with phone calls and to where he's just like, Fuck, okay, I'm never going to be not okay again because you guys won't leave me the hell alone. <laughs> but I, I think that's what it's about is just not being so prideful where you you're so scared to just ask for for helping. It sucks. It's scary as shit being vulnerable. It's one of the most scary things. Weirdly, after all the deployments, one of the scariest things was that, like, damn, I actually need help. And saying to the the doctors, I'm having issues. I can't sleep. I'm getting up 10 times a night, checking doors and windows. And if I hear like a weird noise outside, I'm going outside with my shotgun. And it's just, it's perfectly natural deployed. I mean, you need to do that or you're you're not making it back but when you're home you can't be like that you 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 need to but you just can't shut it off like i thought oh i'm just gonna shut it off i'll be fine after seven months who who cares i'm fine Mm -hmm. and i'm like oh this this drinking is great i'm gonna be hammered every night and and i couldn't connect the two weirdly enough um and and it's like that light bulb or my wife's foot in my butt one of the (laughs) two um but yeah, I'm, I'm here today and, and God will, thankfully that, that base is still going strong. And um, a, as we progress, it's even stronger. Uh, um, she wants to set up a um, a podcast uh, where we can share our stories and connect with military <coughs> families that maybe don't, you know, are missing the, that key piece. Like, hey, yeah. we went through this, you know, like if we can survive it, you can survive it, you know, give it. A- Give it a shot. Uh, you're, you're not uh, a robot. And that's why I put in the book, if you come home and you have no issues, take your ass down to the prison, check yourself in because you're a psychopath. Because <laughs> there's certain things that you're going to experience, witness, um, you know, see the guy next to you step on an ID. see the little girl uh, get <laughs> murdered, or see, you know, just some horrible, horrible things like. First responders, I mean, nine eleven, Oklahoma City yeah. bombing. I mean, they, that was here in the States. It, and, and yet they're like, oh, you know, we should be okay. We should be okay. I'm like, no, that's some, that's, that's about as horrible as it gets. And yeah. you're, you're, it's okay to not be okay. And it, it's, yeah. that's, that one sentence, it's okay to not be okay, is such a missing piece in people's minds because they all want to be hard asses. And, and I did too. I was like, oh, I'm, yeah. You can't dance steel, blah, blah. You know, I'm going to run a gun until I'm 90, but it's just not realistic. And it's, um, and we've got a program full of people um, that are, we're in that same mindset that we're trying to pull through um, and and make them think. And hopefully, uh, yeah, God willing, that number will start declining and, you know, uh, more and more celebrations and less and less funerals.
0: Yeah, I, I agree. I So for the audience, you guys will probably tell we've had a few connection issues here and there. Luckily, he is going to piece this again? together. We'll be all right. But, but luckily, our video guy is going to piece uh. this together that we're able to make this work. Okay. But I just wanted to get in one more. Uh, I think we're fine, Chris. But I just wanted to get in yeah. one more question here before we uh, wrap this up because of uh, the connection stuff. And it's before we, um, before we started recording, you were telling me what you're currently doing now, and you really are helping a lot of veterans out there with the current work. So, if you could just get into that a little bit, I think that'd be perfect, Chris.
3: Sure. Um, Currently, right now, uh, down here in San Antonio, Texas, uh, working for the uh, the Bear County um, Veterans Treatment Court. Um, I'm I'm the case manager, uh, kind of. the recruiter for the program. Um, and uh, basically I go down to the jail and we talk to vets or active duty service members who are um, arrested for DWI, family violence is, a, is huge right now. Um, and we we screen them out, make sure they're, they understand that for the next year of this program, our foot's gonna be in their ass the whole time um, and we put them in treatment, we get them into the VA, uh, we get them into family counseling, uh, PTSD counseling, um, whatever the case is. And if they, sur- they make it through the year, uh, their case is dismissed, and they can apply to have it expunged off their record so they get a fresh start if they're willing to do the work for the year.
0: No, Absolutely. Awesome. Yeah. That's- and, and that's amazing that you're back here doing this work. I think it's important, and it goes into basically <coughs> the whole theme of what you got into in this book. So check out the book, guys, Tired of Triumph. It's by Chris Whitmore. It's available now in paperback and Kindle, wherever you could find books, Amazon, um, and you could follow Chris on all social media platforms at USMC9550, at USMC9550. I know we had a few connection issues here and there. We have a little bit of delay going on. But I think we got into some really important topics here. So uh, thank you so much for coming on, Chris and, Thanks, uh, Chris. and we'll talk again soon.
1: Thanks, buddy.
3: Thanks, guys. Thank you so much.
0: Take Thanks, Chris. Mind. We'll talk to you soon, man. Great having Chris on. I know, you know, early on in the interview, uh, the the connection was good. You guys could probably tell. I mean, deal, edit things. But, um, yeah, we we had a little bit of a bad connection at the end. But I think just the vulnerability of this book is really what yeah. stands out. There's a lot of war books out there and he does get into those war stories because that's really what led to him having issues with post-traumatic stress and TBI and those type of things. But I think the fact that he's saying, Hey, there's solutions out there. There is a way to see another, the other side of this. I think that's really what's going to resonate with guys and what guys need to hear.
1: Well, I, I think what, what I got out of it and, and is, is his wife had a had a breakdown, And, and I think that shows the, how, how war doesn't just affect the person away and, you know, it doesn't affect the the troop that's deployed. It's at home. There's an extreme amount of stress. And I saw, you know, my wife, Tanya, you know, she had that same thing. She had, uh, you know, she didn't have a, well, she, she almost did have a breakdown a couple of times because the, you know, I, that's why I tell, I, I always tell people that honestly my job was easy when I was deploying. All I got to worry about is not dying. I mean, other than that, I'm good. My food's taken care of. I'm getting paid. I'm doing what I love doing. I'm having a great time. I'm around a lot of people, like-minded peers. Yeah, there's some that where I don't get along, but for the most part, I get along with everybody. You know, the wife at home has got to worry about the kids or if you don't have kids, it's got to worry about the rent, got to worry about food is, they never really know what's going on. So they're, and in the back of all their heads, you know, as tough as they are or not, they're still thinking, am I going to get that phone call today? you know, or they're watching, if you're watching the news, I tell you don't too, but if you're watching the news and you see an uprising in a, in a country or uprising in a town, now you start to worry about that, about your, your spouse. And, uh, and I, just I just saw that for me, that was, that resonated that, but, because uh, really um, the, the spouse, the one that's home is goes through just as much stress as, as, as a person deployed, and but also the importance of having them there, because really you're sharing the stress now, and that's important. So on the positive side, you're sharing all that, where when you're on your own you know, and you come home, there's nobody to share that stress to anymore. And that's important, that's why the spouse is so tough, because they're the ones that have to listen to all the horror stories or listen to stuff that really they don't know much about, but you're getting it off your chest. That's why if you guys that don't have a good relationship, that can't talk to their spouse, or don't have one generally they're the ones that you see go down that slippery slope. Um, But if you're in a toxic relationship, that's not good either. I've been in that before too. And that's, that's, that's terrible as well. So having that perfect person there that helps you and he does sounds like he does is, is, is extremely amazing and says a lot for the strength. Of of spouses of those that stay home while their spouse deploys. So that, I I got the, I I love that part of the story. I loved hearing that honestly. Yeah,
0: and the book will get into all that. So check it out, guys. I I am holding back laughter a little bit because as serious as this topic is, uh, I this is an old thing that I was thinking of with the pronunciation pronunciation of it. How horror sometimes can sound like horror. Uh- so horror. Like, those horror stories, and I'm like, those horror stories could be horror stories. You never know. Uh, I right? never.
1: I have a few of those too. I'm sure I do. now <laughs> I've had some horror stories out there. Because I
0: think of when you know, for those who do the <laughs> voiceover for this podcast, the intro is Debbie Rashan, and and I met Debbie when we did Fangoria Radio. Oh, she and she would, you know, she, I think she has like a slight Canadian accent. Maybe that's what it is. Because she would always say horror movies, and and Dee Snyder worked on the show. To be like, yeah, you're in a lot of horror movies. <laughs>
1: Horror movies. That's a, you know. I didn't think about that, but you're right. Like I, I, I got a lot of horror stories and horror horror stories as well. So, but we won't get into the horror stories because that uh, that was a life that is long, long since gone. But the horror stories, yeah, there are some of those still out there. So That's funny. You know, I you know that's why you should laugh, man. Laughter is the best medicine. Yeah, but I, that's why I get upset. People get offended. We get offended for every damn thing, but yeah, you know the, the and I, I really love you know I'm, I know I'm giving a shout out for our movie 13 Hours, but I really love that because you we put all the jokes in there, and that's what actually happens the the jackassery, the fuckery that goes about even when you're getting shot at just the shit you say just to get you through it because laughter truly is the best medicine. So I, that's, I know you're like, why is, why is Ian smiling? This is supposed to be serious. Well, because honestly it is serious, but yeah, because we're all immature, but yeah, it is serious, but he's also dealing with a little bit of the stress too. And he's trying to make light of a situation. Sometimes it's not, you shouldn't, but in this case I think you should. And it was funny and it was hilarious and we're still feeling for the guys that deployed and the ones that have issues with the horror stories and, that-
0: and i know for you you could joke about anything i actually do remember when um because I, I, I remember this this is funny because you're talking about the movie too what, when we first um, met each other and stuff, because you yeah, we yeah. were on Andrew Wilkow's show a whole bunch, but I remember one time, you were super late for the show, and we are like, what the fuck is going on? And then I remember Andrew being like, I feel like I've been waiting here for 13 hours, that man. Was, and some people that. were like, you could not <laughs> joke about that. And, and I know for you, you don't really care. You, you'll no, joke I, about anything. I
1: thought that was hilarious. I remember that. And <laughs> I, I think I had to do, I, I think I was at Fox doing Fox and Friends and had to do that. And I, I think you were at Del
0: Frisco having steak or something. Oh, bullshit. I, because yeah,
1: that was an afternoon. That was was it Will Cow's always the afternoon? <laughs> yeah, it was afternoon. It was yeah, afternoon. if it was evening, yeah, you probably were right. I would have been at Del Fresco's eating a steak and I I swore I, I was I know it was I was at Fox and Friends or something and it went long. And I do remember that because it feels like I've been waiting 13 hours, and <laughs> that was fucking. Yeah, it was like ears. I feel
0: like I don't have my body dragged through the hallways of serious xm <laughs> That was so I mean. fun. Yeah, because I just, you know, I think we all knew you well enough to know that you're the last person to be offended by anything. And and so, yeah, for sure. Was Um, there
1: some that did get offended, though? Were there some people that wrote in or got... No,
0: no, I'm just... I, th- yeah, I thought we were wondering if, um, no, I, th- well, he didn't say it on air. I don't think he would have said it on air. So, oh, we well, people air were like, oh, you, you know, you probably shouldn't joke about that, but you also just have to know the personality involved too. There yeah, are going to be people true. who are serious about shit. There's people who aren't. Um, the last thing I wanted to mention, I was going to mention this in the intro, but we had to like, kind of get through it quickly was just because we spoke about it pretty in depth two episodes ago um was the DHS disinformation yeah. board yeah, and much. um you know who was going to be the head of that uh well whatever her name was Jankowitz. I'd have to look Jankowitz,
1: I, I can look it up I'll look yeah it up. but anyway
0: it. it's it's been scrapped after only three weeks and shocker uh, yeah probably I, I, not you know, a good idea yeah my reaction to it it's like I guess on the positive end, the positive spin you could say is, well, that's kind of democracy of, uh, you know, the representative Republican action of people who don't like something. But I think the more cynical and realistic side of me says that they just realize, yeah, this is extremely unpopular and you have midterm elections coming up and people are going to associate this with the Democrat Party who set it up. And, yeah, it's (coughs) it's not going to get them votes. I, I think both of us had the same reaction that general Americans had to it, that this was a horrible idea.
1: Oh, yeah. Well, at least, you know, maybe politicians, maybe they did listen to what people felt. Well, obviously they did. They, they pulled it. I would think that would be the reason. Um, uh, but, you yeah, know, it was dumb enough off the outset. I, I want to know who thought that was a good idea from the beginning. And how could it how would it not be looked, looked like or how would it not look like that political party that's sponsoring it is not u- utilizing it to control what's put out in the media? Yeah, you know, and we had the Joe Rogan thing going on at that time too. And some there was another one too. The just- Elon
0: Musk buying Twitter. Elon
1: Musk to Twitter, and and now they're trying to put a, trying to control what's been put out there. Well, guess what? That that's what that makes you a dictator. That's what dictators do. That's what countries like that do. They control what's put out there. That's what North Korea does. That's what China does. Oh, it's shocker. I guess the Americans aren't going to see it that way, though. So because I, because they're dumb. I I, I don't know if that's what they said in the office, but to me, that's what it feels like. The administration was saying like, Oh, come on. They they won't put two and two together. Americans are dumb. No, we're not. No, not at all. In fact, that was, to me, it was very offensive that they would even put some, and I'm offended. I got to be part of the offended (laughs) crowd. I'm an activist now, but I was, (laughs) I I was very, uh, I'm a, as an American, I'm offended that you as administrators and even the president of the United States would think that I am dumb enough to fall for that shit, which, but it's on the plus side though, it didn't go through and and they're, they're they're squashing it. So somebody saw it as a bad idea. So at least there's one person in this administration that maybe used a little common sense. Um, But I think they're going to get destroyed in the elections coming up anyway, just because of everything else that just, it's just awful. And, and, you know, not just not Af- not just Afghanistan. I know that's a big thing, but, that, you know, my the parents taking parents out of the choices for their kids. And that's a huge deal. That's a huge deal to everybody that has kids out there. Uh, and my wife, even she's not in politics at all. And she even sees that. She's like, no way. Nobody takes away the ability that I we have as a family to to raise our kids. No, that's horseshoe. We don't. And that's I can't believe they do that. And you know, I can't believe they still are pushing stuff like that out there. They think schools and people outside. Should have say in in family um i don't know i, I i'm but i'm glad i'm glad you put this because i didn't know this happened i'm glad you sent it to me because honestly that was that's great to hear it is extremely great to hear
0: yeah it broke yesterday and <clears throat> and as i usually say like we don't really get outside our wheelhouse of stuff on here but the reason we mentioned it is because i mean that affects everything yeah and also was originally set up to to squash disinformation on russia and ukraine which is very much in our wheelhouse The problem was also, I mean, there's a problem with it at large, but when people looked into, all right, who's going to be the head of this, she was extremely politically biased, and they were trying to present this as, oh, this is not going to be biased, this is not going to be partisan, and then when you looked into who's going to head um, this DHS department, that was not the case. So, yeah, I wanted to get into that for sure. but that's really it. I, that's it on my end. I mean, that was a, that was a great interview, despite some connection issues. And uh, I definitely do want everybody to enjoy their Memorial Day weekend we have yeah. coming up. Uh, we have Top Gun Two coming out. I'll be checking that out. We got the Memorial yeah. Day air show where I'm at, and we're going to do something special for Memorial Day. We're going to have. Um, I've been speaking with Renee Nickel. We're going to have her back on, and um, I mean, no one could really speak more about Memorial Day than her or any other Gold Star sister, Gold Star mother. Um, that's what the day is all about. And day, uh, you know, like I said, on the Memorial day weekend, I actually do have a great time going to that air show. And I think, uh, the two aren't mutually exclusive. You could have a great fun weekend barbecue and all that, and still remember heroes that were lost. So I think you could still have a, I know, you know, it's like a happy veterans day. Memorial day is more somber, but you could have a. Happy Memorial Day weekend, while still remembering
1: well, what it's about. And as as veterans, it should be celebrated. I know there's a lot of veterans that get jaded out there. Or, or I was too. Uh, Chris mentioned, j- said that quite a bit. He said I was jaded. I was jaded. We do, and and you get somebody that says, "Oh, Memorial," or, or somebody that doesn't understand says, "Happy Memorial Day." I don't think it happens too much. I think social media puts it out there that it happens more than it actually does. So, so veterans get on there, and p- get pissed off and put their little don't ever say happy Memorial. But as a veteran myself, it should be looked as a day of remembrance It's celebration, you know, people that sacrifice themselves for the good of others. That, that's huge. That to me, that's, that's we're celebrating. That's humanity. That's courage. That is extreme courage right there. So uh, yeah, guys. So vet- if you're a veteran out there, look at it as a celebration. Don't get pissed off if, if a civilian says something that you don't want to hear or is it, it's not incorrect. It's not correct with what Memorial Day stands for. I'll just, They don't know, guys. So just maybe educate them. Tell them, hey, maybe you don't want to say happy Memorial Day because this is what it means. But I get why you're saying it. Thank you for saying that. I, how about you just say thank you for your service or say thanks for your buddy's service. That That is the best thing a civilian could say to me is if somebody knew Bob, or new new saint you know new andrew yeah hey 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 man i know you lost guys thank you thank you for their service and thank you for yours that would be that would that's good enough right there and um but yeah i I enjoy it guys and veterans enjoy it and and you earned it you earned the right to enjoy um on two alibis we got here nina jankowitz is her name and empower on the three e's empower educate and entertain god i had to put that out there i just driving the e3 association um, okay. Check, Empower, check educate, entertain. Empower, which educate, entertain. Yeah, that's what the three said. So check out E Three Association, guys. Um, there's a website for it. I'm all my stuff on the E Three Firearms side, myself and Adam side. But that's that. Is, honestly, what we're doing every day is celebrating firearms and doing like we every doing like we did the copper ticket thing, that kind of events, which is because the copper ticket, which I have copper ticket. I got mine, and it's right signed by. Look at signed look at by how, yourself. Look at. How narcissistic I is, am! I, got my I'm own not gonna lie. I can have it <laughs> good sign signed by you. I don't know <laughs> if I have anything signed, but then again, I have all this stuff by me. That's know, right, stuff, Ryan, right? Ryan gave it to me. What am I going to do? Tell him no? That's true. I mean, that's true. I like, and it's the bullets
0: that we used that day,
1: right? It's yeah. It's just it's it's actually that you know you gotta you gotta fabricate the bullet. There's shavings off the copper, and so they just got all the shavings together. Yeah, so it's the making of those bullets, and they melted them down and made those tickets, which is was really cool i still yeah reading. that's why i have it on display right there <coughs> <coughs> yeah,
0: yeah definitely cool um yeah and and for the uh audience oh yeah, i should throw out there as i said if, if any of you are on long island i will be at that memorial day air show if any of you are coming out to see the blue angels you you may cool. just run into me um yeah and that's uh, that's really it I, I i should say to you guys that um you know i know with the economy right now we're actually just talking about how the administration is i i get it not everybody could support our sponsors yeah. and that type of thing but at the very least if you can leave us a review on apple podcasts on spotify that type of thing helps us out a lot you don't uh, my whole point is I'm saying you don't necessarily have to buy anything just uh, if you can <laughs> that's great but, but let people know about the show that that helps us out for sure cuz i know there are some people on hard times and we want to keep yeah. the show free and and the way yeah. that we're able to do that is if you guys leave us reviews and um, and just spread the word subscribe on the YouTube channel if you're watching on there um and of course as Chris is saying support our sponsors as well
1: if, if you can I know we yeah. contra- we did that uh, contradiction there in in an ad so here don't don't you have to buy it but here it is if you want to <laughs> no, it, that's but that's how me and E are if you guys that listen to this podcast or you guys that are just coming on, this is just a fun podcast. We just yeah. goof and, and joke, and, and but we do talk about serious things that we do. But then we can still joke on the outside and even on the inside, too, and even with our guests like Chris. you know, We still could joke, even though he went through horrific stuff, had trick stuff happen at home. As a veteran and Marine, uh, he still has that ability to, to laugh on the inside and then laugh on the outside and make a joke out of it. Because, again, I'll say it, laughter is truly the best medicine. So listen to the Line Podcast. You're going to laugh. You're going to get some serious stuff going on. Great sponsors. But in the end, yeah, at the end of the day, we just want you to leave with a smile and not pissed off because some politician did something that you didn't like. So yeah. That's, but anyway. That's, Why that's do you my sound
0: opinion. awake now? Like now that we're into the show, you're you're, you're awake. <laughs> I had because I had, <laughs> had, my, I that's right. I had yeah. my
1: second cup of coffee and I threw my collagen protein. In. You guys saw me do that. Nice. Nice. No, I I'm awake now, but my back is still killing <laughs> My back is destroyed. I,
0: well, I worked out too hard. Get some rest, Tonto. Right. And uh, yeah, that thanks as always, guys, for listening. We appreciate it. Thanks, thanks for Chris, guys. for coming on. Yep. And uh, we'll be back as always every Monday with new episodes.
1: Peace, peace out.
2: That's all for this episode of the Battleline Podcast. But we'll be back on Monday with more American Straight Talk. Until then, be sure to follow us on Instagram at Badaline Podcast and on Twitter at Badaline Pod. To sign up for future Battleline tactical courses, go to www.christantoperanto.net. Believe in yourself, face all challenges head on, and as always, never, never. quit. Yeah.